baby bus. Around the world in 80 days. Episode 10, Detective Passepartout Part 1. It's you, the shoe robbers. Passepartout was so shocked he leapt from his chair. That's right. The three witnesses were no strangers to him. They were the three monks who stole his new shoes at the temple in Bombay. Passepartout, you admit to entering the temple? Passepartout was so angry his cheeks were puffed up like a frog's. That's right. They even stole my newly bought shoes. All right, the truth is out. Passepartout, do you know that because of religious reasons, it's against the law in India to enter the temple wearing shoes? Against the law? Passepartout stared in disbelief. Since Passepartout has admitted his crime, I now sentence the defendant Passepartout to confinement for 15 days and a fine of 300 pounds. Mr. Fogg will be confined for 8 days. How can this be? 8 days, 15 days, confined for so many days. Oh, Mr. Fogg will surely not be able to complete his trip in 80 days. Oh my goodness, see what I have done. Passepartout raised his fist and knocked it against his head. He was disgusted with himself for bringing such big trouble on Mr. Fogg. Fix sat in a corner of the court. When he heard the sentence, he laughed with glee. Ha <laughs> ha! Eight days? I'll definitely be able to get the arrest warrant sent from London by then. Mr. Fogg, you can spend the rest of your life in prison. <laughs> Meanwhile, Mr. Fogg maintained his composure. He didn't even frown, but simply stood up calmly. Honorable judge, may I ask if I can post bail? Of course you can. And you can leave after you post bail. Post bail? Fix's smile froze instantly, like he had been splashed with a basin of cold water. Mr. Fogg, you're a foreigner. So each of you has to pay a deposit of one thousand pounds. Two persons' bail is that five hundred pounds. It's it's two thousand pounds. Look at me, so confused. <laughs> it's two thousand pounds. The judge's words soothed Fix. He patted his chest as if he felt a lingering fear. Two <laughs> thousand pounds is a huge sum. Based on my years of investigating cases, I predict Mr. Fogg won't pay the deposit quietly. All right then, two thousand pounds it is. What? Detective Fix was so shocked he nearly fell out of his chair. After paying the deposit, Mr. Fogg and the others left the court, then took a carriage to the wharf in Calcutta. The indignant Fix tailed the party secretly and watched with his own eyes as they boarded the ocean liner, the Rangoon, bound for Hong Kong. His nose twisted up with rage. Mr. Fogg, did you think I'd let you go? Never! Detective Fix walked back and forth in one spot impatiently. He gritted his teeth and rushed toward the ocean liner. As he ran, he said fiercely, Hong Kong, I will surely catch you in Hong Kong. Whistle. Early in the morning, 
the Rangoon blew out black smoke as it sailed out into the boundless sea. On the deck, a chubby figure strolled listlessly. His hair was messy, like it hadn't been combed in a hundred years. It was none other than Passepartout. My goodness, boring, so boring. Passepartout shouted at the sea in despair. After leaving Calcutta, he had been on the ocean liner for six days. During these six days, Mr. Fogg had either played cards or accompanied Lady Aouda. Passepartout had nobody to talk to, and he was nearly sick with boredom. My goodness, this is like being in prison. Isn't there anything fun to do? Passepartout even began to miss the night they had rescued Lady Aouda, even though it was alarmingly dangerous. It seemed like a distant memory now. All of a sudden, a shrill scream broke the quietness. Passepartout turned his head and discovered that the sound came from the dining room. Could something have happened? Passepartout dashed toward the dining room as fast as his legs could carry him. Many people had already gathered there. A woman pointed in the direction of the door, sobbing. A stalker was hiding there. When I spotted it, he escaped in a flash. I've seen it many times. It's so scary. (laughs) There's a stalker on the ship. Is he a thief? Is he trying to steal this woman's money? Maybe he's a robber with an evil plot. That's terrible. Is there a policeman on the ship? Call the police quickly. Stalker? Passepartout's eyes slowly brightened. I can say I now understand Mr. Fogg very well. He's a kind, benevolent gentleman. If I can nab the stalker, he'll be very happy, and I'll have something to do. It's really killing two birds with one stone. With that thought, Passepartout stepped forward without hesitation. Madam, don't worry, I'll find the stalker for you. All eyes turned swiftly toward Passepartout. Who is this? Is he a policeman or a detective? He looks more like a butcher. Amid the rumblings of the crowd, Passepartout walked straight toward the door. This is where the stalker was hiding. Passepartout squatted on the floor, and he soon made a discovery. This is... Hmm. It's breadcrumbs. Passepartout picked up some things from the floor. They were breadcrumbs. What do the breadcrumbs prove? The breadcrumbs are fresh, obviously left by the stalker. The stalker didn't forget to eat while stalking. This proves that the stalker likes to eat. People who like to eat are usually a little plump, so the stalker may be a chubby person. Sounds quite reasonable. So the stalker is a plump person. The people in the crowd looked to the left, then glanced to the right. Soon, all eyes focused on a plump gentleman. Why are you all looking at me? I'm not a stalker. The plump gentleman waved his hands frantically. Passepartout scurried to the plump gentleman. He frowned as he swept his eyes over the fellow. Suddenly, he smiled confidently. Then how do you explain the breadcrumbs on your collar? His collar really does have breadcrumbs on it. He really is the stalker! Let's grab him! Several men pounced on the plump gentleman. 
Some grabbed his arms, while others grabbed his legs. Some even grabbed his chubby head. Let me go! I'm not a stalker! Oh, I didn't expect to break the case so soon. Maybe I have the potential to become a detective. <laughs> Passepartout rubbed his chin and laughed, pleased with himself. Was the plump gentleman really a stalker? The answer is in the next episode.